This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments podcast. The only podcast that will be uh, soliciting uh, donations every 10 to 8 minutes for a little while. Tis the season. This This is episode 70. We should be retiring by now. Uh, it is, it is October 18th, 2021. Hope everybody out there is doing well. And yeah, 70. We just, we just keep celebrating these significant numbers over and over. I mean, that's what you do when you get old. Mm-hmm. New, numerology just never ends. It's a never ending font of interest smashing start so far we have ryan barrett what's happening everybody and jennifer schmidt (laughs) hi friends every week you're like how is he gonna say it (laughs) i am always wondering how (laughs) i'm jake hope everybody out there is uh having a fantastic fall and as my two friends would say, spooky season. Mm-hmm. Very it's, spooky. It has been. It's been really nice. Like, the weather's been okay. Like, mm-hmm. everything's been nice and calm. Uh, but, Ryan, how has the weekend been since we last talked to you? Oh, it's been uh, wonderful. I've had a lot of good content um that i've been taking in um mm-hmm. for one i'd say most notably um we did not go to the theater but we did see the big new release of the weekend on demand on peacock <laughs> um and that is of course halloween kills mm-hmm um, I think I think or, you drug out that introduction more than that movie drug out is. <laughs> um, or as I like to call it, Halloween H two. Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, and yeah, that was fun. A movie. I mean, yeah. it was definitely a movie. It was a horror movie, and it is October, so. Um, so yeah, that's all I can say for it. Um, it did star Michael Myers um, mm-hmm. of Austin Powers fame. <laughs> um, and it also starred Jamie Lee Curtis of Halloween fame. In, in, in a hospital so, bed most of the time. Yep, yep. Didn't get a lot of action. Um, I definitely, would love to collect that paycheck. Yeah. yeah. She was just sitting there eating her Activia, pooping her brains out. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that was something. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I mean, I don't know if fine is even... It wasn't very good. Um, it it had some... It For real, it was kind of like Halloween Purge a little bit. Don't um, worry, I'm going to bring up terrible, scary movies. Okay, good. Um, I also um, got all caught up on the new season of Survivor, which I am such a huge fan of in general. This new season's great. I'm loving the new cast. I also started listening to a new podcast, um, a new Survivor podcast from the from the company that does the nba podcast no dunks 
and it's called No Buffs. <laughs> um, and it is really, really fun, really funny, great group of people on that, and that's made it even more fun to listen to, um, or even more fun to watch, I should say. Hmm. Um, but uh, I, speaking of podcasts, just started a new podcast today, and it's a it it's a limited series, and they do one episode a week, and it's only the first episode out now. I think the second episode comes out tomorrow, but it's so good. It's due, due to know Dave Holmes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know he, Dave Holmes. Yeah. He's nah. most famous for being the runner-up to Jesse Camp in the So You Want to Be a VJ competition <laughs> in 1998 on MTV. Um, but he's went on to be a, a writer in his own right. He does a lot of like magazine um, writing. He's like a pop culture critic mm-hmm. um, and you know enthusiast. Um, but he, this was, it's actually the full title of this podcast is waiting for impact, a Dave Holmes passion project. And he is diving into a very specific, uh, three second period in early nineties history. Um, it's from the video Motown Philly by boys to men. (laughs) Um, there's a series of clips uh, I believe there are four clips in the video where it's like yearbook photos of all the groups who are part of the quote unquote East Coast family. So you've got oh, okay. Boys to Men, ABC, BBD, Bell Bib DeVoe, and another bad creation. So it's like starts, you know, you've got Bell Bib DeVoe, they do their little like B boy stance and they get a, a snapshot, and then above yeah, okay. them it says Bell Bib DeVoe. And then, you know, a little while later into the video, you've got another bad creation. They all do a little pose and a snapshot. It says another bad creation. Then later, you've got boys to men all posing together. Boys to men. And then later in the video, there's a fourth group who all poses together. And then they all they're they're all dressed in like white dress shirts with ties, mostly white guys or maybe all white guys. Um, And they all point at the camera and then the snapshot happens and the band's name comes up and they're called sudden impact believe okay. it oh they finally used letters from the later part of the album yeah exactly <laughs> um, believe it or not that was the only thing that that band ever did that's on record <laughs> that they, they never re- they never uh-huh. released a single they never were like seen or heard from again and oh, you, there's like no evidence of them existing really on the internet now. And so Dave <laughs> Holmes has always been like mystified by this moment where there was this group called Sudden Impact that appeared in the Bell Bib DeVoe or in the um, Boys to Men video. And he's like, mm-hmm. what happened to them? Like there had to have been a story behind this where this was going to be like the next big group. And then something yeah. happened and nobody ever heard from them again. So the group, the, the podcast is kind of like a looking for Richard Simmons kind of thing where he's like di- look, diving in to see if he can figure out the story behind it. Um, and so far it's been really interesting and I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. Anybody who's into nice. 90s pop culture, I think will really enjoy it. Um, huh yeah. yeah i'm sure but yeah um and lastly um just started watching season two of a show i really enjoyed from last year uh, or maybe two years ago now called wu-tang an american saga on hulu which is a dramatic <laughs> retelling of the story of the wu-tang clan um which quality wise is not great but it is as a super fan of the Wu-Tang Clan. It's fun to see their story told on film. So it's fun to start back up on uh, season two. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. And it it's it's mostly about um, putting your hands in front of your face when there's yes. nude scenes. That, that's going to be the season finale, I think. <laughs> 
And if you enjoy content like this and voting on tournaments within a pop culture reason, please donate to poptournaments.com. <laughs> this has been your 10-minute reminder. Call 1-800-POP-TARTS-1. <laughs> That's too many. Pop-Tart would have done. How's I don't you? know why I said Pop-Tarts 1. <laughs> Just keep dialing. You'll still get to the same thing. <laughs> you'll get the <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Jen, how, how was your weekend, Ben? I, it was it was good, uneventful. Um, Sunday, a friend and I put on like cute fall outfits, and we went to an apple orchard Ooh. and drank hard ciders and took pictures and just walked around. And it was very like you know basic white girl fall activity, and it was delightful. It's so, white girl fall. It's white girl fall. And we were celebrating it. <laughs> I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but what kind of apples did you pick? Oh, we didn't pick any apples. We oh. just drank drank them in alcoholic form. Oh, okay. Then to further put you on the spot, what is your favorite kind of apple? Um, I like Pink Lady a lot. Um, I like ones that are like firm and tart. I like Harrelsons, <laughs> Cortlands if they're around. Yeah. You hear that, so. Steve? <laughs> Firm and tart. <laughs> Ryan, do you have a favorite apple? Um, not really. I don't know. I guess I I'm, I don't have a strong opinion. I know I hate Red Delicious. Beyond beyond oh, that, yeah. I'm just kind apples. of like, mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy going. Jen, did did you get um? Now you know we're kind of in. I mean, we are in spooky season. Did you have a chance to catch up on any more episodes of What We Do in the Shadows? Uh, yes, we watched one more. Nice. I believe. So we're going very slowly, but any it's sc- a any lot of scary fun. any scary movies yet? Not yet. No, not really. We did a bunch last year cuz we were doing like the scary movie tournament. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, but not so much. I mean, I'm very excited to watch the Muppets Ooh. Haunted Mansion movie. That's coming out soon. Disney right? Plus. That'll be soon. Yep. Yeah. So. A few more days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you have anything spooky planned for your students? No. No. I do Screw not. Screw them. <laughs> yeah. middle, middle school kids don't care about that stuff. <laughs> it's that weird no. age where you're like. Yeah. Yeah. Screw Halloween. Yep. No, I get yep. it. I get it. Well, good. I'm glad. But you were able to have a nice, fun weekend. I did. I did. Yep. That's awesome. I'm really happy to hear that. Um, Ryan, you were talking about bad, uh, scary movies. We actually watched a a really not that great scary movie, and you would have thought it would have been better. Um, uh, One Kevin Bacon uh, trying to do the horror movie thing. uh, Stir of Echoes? No, I love that movie. I mean, I don't love that movie, but it's a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, a recent one added added to Netflix. Uh, you should have left. Oh. Uh, we, we gave that a chance, and it was not good. This is anti <laughs> anti reco for one. Uh, nah. Kevin Bacon uh, looking good still, but um, yeah, this was uh, a week. Weak horror he's, movie. Yeah. Has Kevin to keep... Bacon's great, but he's a lot of bad movies. Yeah, like he's yeah. running like fifty percent. Yeah, he is. Keep, he's keeping it tight for the closer, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, we did. Uh, we did also watch, uh, like Ryan said, Halloween Kills. Uh, yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> we had not watched the previous Halloween movie, which apparently led into this one. So that one's supposed to be good. Like the like that one was supposed to be a pretty good time. The it was last decent. one with Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Yeah, yeah, it was and fine. She got, and it, and I it's weird. I I don't understand. Like she's got the those Activia checks coming in. I don't know why she has to keep doing these. Maybe she really loves these Halloween. I movies. think she this, likes them. I think she has fun with them. Well, th- this was it. This uh, movie reminded me a lot. Sponsored by Activia. The, this movie reminded me a lot of Rocky too. In the, in the sense that it starts literally like 
the second the last movie ended. <laughs> and it's just like the aftermath. There could be no rematch. The aftermath of the final moments of the last movie, including <laughs> walking into the hospital, which is like specifically very Rocky too. It, it, sh- it should have been called Halloween 2021. There ain't going to be no yeah. rematch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should have been called Halloween H2. Oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're, you're stepping. Uh, now Now you're making jokes and stepping on my big announcement. So, uh, um, The biggest thing that happened this weekend is I quit my job. Whoa! Yay. Yay! Congratulations! I'm moving to Hollywood. We're taking pot oh. tournaments to Hollywood. Oh yeah! Great, we're gonna, great plan. We're gonna make it in the big city. Yeah. We have we have so many fans that I I feel like I need to now focus all of my energy. Oh lord! Right here. <laughs> uh no no it was just uh it was time and and mm-hmm. now um yeah. Good gonna not be such a crazy idiot on the podcast uh, i'll be a little calmer no we don't want that <laughs> no but hey I, I think everybody out there should quit their job good call yeah no, i'm just kidding i'm kidding um but yeah that's that's what's been up um and uh, bright bright uh, skies in the future we don't have to worry about that so i'm i'm glad that we all had uh, collectively one of our better weekends all the three of us yeah. together mm-hmm. like we 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 really got uh, to it and um it's so funny we have one of our most exciting um mm-hmm. final fours here going on yeah I mean, now technically the 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 last uh quarterfinal is going on right now but it looks like uh quantum leap is going to beat blonde or svu cinderella this is the one time i've gotten something right i said weeks ago i said what what if it comes down to quantum leap versus freaks and geeks (laughs) on the drama side this is the one time i've actually gotten something right so (laughs) let's start on that side i hope you put some money down in vegas in their pop tournament sector (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh i i I only put down a dollar bet (laughs) it's responsible not gonna work out (laughs) that's all they were taking though yeah yeah no so i mean we got we got a, a show that was only on for one season up against mm-hmm. like one of the most unique sci-fi shows out there this is uh I, I I'm very surprised uh Ryan uh wh- what do you feel about this well one thing that I think is really interesting about quantum leap is that it's the only uh show in this tournament that was actually... Um, actually a, a USA network show. Really? Yeah, not an NBC show. It's USA. A lot of people don't know that. I'm just kidding, of course. It was an NBC show. But I'm just like, saying, what, what, <laughs> l- like many of these shows, to you, me it's a USA show. You should have yeah. tried mm-hmm. that joke out weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is not the time or place. Uh, however... Um, I'm shocked by this. Uh, I mean, I guess um, to me, Quantum Leap was kind of like a, a humorous inclusion in this tournament. Like, yeah, you know, Whoa. it's it's something I, I know that people have an affinity for, but it's more like uh, fodder for 80s and 90s references than anything else. You know, I, I don't think mm-hmm. of it as being like a beloved show but apparently i'm wrong yeah Um, yeah i did think it was this beloved i knew it was beloved by steve but i didn't like know anybody else that really cared about quantum leap so the fact that it's here is so can i tell you an interesting fact besides the usa fact um Mm -hmm. i've actually never seen an episode of quantum leap oh (laughs) yeah well the thing is if you've seen one episode you've kind of seen all of the episodes Boo! Oh. Unlike Freaks and Geeks, which 
every episode Yikes. is very different. It it mm-hmm. it weaves a very intricate uh, tale, and you know a lot of really great, well drawn characters that you know mm-hmm. I think are very relatable and fun and funny. Um, Mm-hmm. Despite the fact it was just one season, I think that's a no-brainer. Freaks and geeks, baby. Jen, <laughs> Jen, you've recently been re-watching Freaks and Geeks. I have. It's been my show that I watch on the porch while I get high. <laughs> and those things, those things go together very well. Some shows are not good high. Like, and it's kind of surprising. Like, like which Quantum one? Leap. <laughs> yeah. Quantum Leap might work. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't tried that one. What time am um, I in? <laughs> yep. Ted Lasso, not good high. Ted Lasso is much better, not yeah. high. Um, the new girl, way better high than not high. New girl's hilarious. <laughs> hey, we're, high. we're slipping into our side podcast yeah. now. What do right. actually yeah. have? <laughs> yes, but Freaks and Geeks, excellent. Well, I like, I mean, because they're half high. So I'm just like trying to get on, you know, Franco's level. So in that show and it's fun and it works out well. And I like, I'm loving revisiting it as an adult. There's so much there. Like those kids are just so realistic. I feel like I teach all of them and they just feel like real people and dealing with like absolutely real, normal, like high school events. And, mm-hmm. and I love it. I love that show and I'm loving it even more now than I did when I watched it. it. It is pretty ago. true to form, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it it definitely uh, uh, holds true to a lot of the, the yeah stereotypes. But that's why Steve does not like it. Like <laughs> it's too cringy and too realistic for Steve. So he will will be a split household for this final. Ooh. I uh, mm-hmm. I do want to isolate the vocals of Jenny saying she's trying to get on Franco's level, and. Put that in the intro, maybe, or something going forward. <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> I'll get my like press statement of those quotes were taken out of context. Ready. I know, I know, I know. We don't put up YouTube videos anymore, but let it be known that Jenny was holding a pillow <laughs> no, when she said no. that, and all our no. NBC fans will yep. get that reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all our Thirty Rock fans. <laughs> Flipping back over, so what will be the the matchup we vote on before that? Um, over to the comedy side, we have Parks and Rec versus The Office, and yeah. um, those are the two like most predictable choices. It's so funny yes. that it get like two totally unpredictable dramas and two totally predictable comedies. I, I I mean I feel like everything on the comedy side, like anything almost would have been predictable i i agree i agree i with think you, if, it, if it would have based on our i i, t- I totally agree mm-hmm. as well but i also think jake i can see where you're co- if it would have been friends versus seinfeld i wouldn't have been surprised either right yeah. right yeah so um but uh, i am going in obvious direction here i am huge 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 parks and rec over the Big office time. I yeah. uh, Jen, go ahead. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah, here? no, I just agree. I'll I think I'll vote Parks and Rec. Yeah. So I mean, The Office was great, but but yeah, I I just like Parks and Recreation more. I feel like you can make an argument for either of them. They're very similar shows. Parks and Rec was like made because The Office was successful. Mm-hmm. and wasn't successful for the first season because it was trying too hard to be The Office, and then it evolved <laughs> into something else. Totally lovely. Right, right. Ryan? Yeah, I'm also going to be voting for Parks and Rec. I think it's a far superior show, but th- those were great points. I mean, it, Parks and Rec was definitely standing on the shoulders of The Office. It wouldn't have existed mm-hmm. without The Office, um, you know, in the public consciousness or even, like, as a show, like creatively, it wouldn't have existed without The Office. It, it owes everything to that show, um, so it's it's easy to make an argument for The Office because of that. Um, that being said, I just and think clearly, Parks and Rec did the it. The Office has been more successful. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean. And, to and you know, I think you. the best moments of The Office are as good as the best moments in Parks and Rec. But I think that the worst mm-hmm. moments of The Office are far more. Like, there's yeah. a lot more bad Office episodes yes. than there are bad Parks and Rec episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that, for sure. Yeah, I would, like, I mean, the best episodes of The Office are mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Like, there and some of those moments and the characters. And we can't forget that The Office, like, not just led to Parks and Recreation, but led to this whole style of, like, the faux documentary I, TV I shows. And mm-hmm. so that's also Modern Family. That's also, like, what we do in the shadows. Like, mm-hmm. that's really a whole, like, comedy genre now. And I feel I feel like The Office basically started all that. The Office killed the laugh track. Mm-hmm. And thankfully. Thank yeah. gosh. Yeah. And that changed the whole landscape of television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I will say, I, like, between these two shows, these are, uh, or at least as a grouping, some of the greatest side characters we will yes. ever get. I mean, like John Ralphio in no. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Give give me yes. a. Uh, and also, like, we we need to acknowledge like Harris Whittles, one of the greatest comedy mm-hmm. minds out there. Uh, writer. I, I was. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. It's so weird. It's so weird you mention him because I was just thinking as you mentioned Parks and Recreation, I was thinking Farts and Procreation, which. Yeah. <laughs> Was the they they every uh, year on the Comedy Bang Bang podcast they would have um, Adam Scott, uh, Harris mm-hmm. Whittles, who's one of the writers on Parks and Rec, and Chelsea Peretti, who is also a writer on Parks and Rec. Oh. The three of them would come on yeah, and they would do a special episode together, and they would mm-hmm. always call it Farts and Procreation. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Harris Whittles was such an integral part mm-hmm. of that show and. R.I.P. One of the great yeah minds gone too soon and mm-hmm. yeah and and again on the office I mean like you had you had people that were writers then playing their characters yeah, yeah you know, Mindy Kaling I mean, love like, Mindy Kaling yeah. so much mm-hmm. yeah genius of Mindy Kaling uh, and um, I I can't remember uh, his actual name but the guy who played Toby um just a oh, yeah. comedic mm-hmm. comedic genius there uh such yeah. an under, underrated character toby <laughs> is always stri- one of my one of the, favorites yeah. one of the great like <laughs> straight toby. men in, yeah. in mm-hmm. comedy shows like, yeah he's just so pathetic yeah. i will say the youth know the office they don't know parks and recreation so yeah, that's the like like middle schoolers get office jokes. They've there's I see dumb Dunder Mifflin shirts sometimes. They've got like I put up a gift, they're like, Oh, that's that one show and I'm like, Yes, the office. Whereas like when I've shown like a parks and recreation clip, I'll be like, Anyone ever heard of this show? And they're like, No. I've not heard of this. Well that's so that's cultural just impact is the office. John John Krasinski doesn't go to a crazy church. Yeah. Much much like his counterpart from Parks and Rec. So, you know, that's probably why. Well, they do know who Chris Pratt is, though. Yeah. They're like, oh, look, it's Star-Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> like, they they love the Chris Pratt. It has nothing to do yeah. with that. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I still can't figure yeah. out today's youth. They, yeah. <laughs> uh, they love the Tomorrow War. <laughs> <laughs> and the Yesterday War, apparently. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you guys... Um, do you do you want to make a prediction? We're we're down to our final four here. Uh, uh, Ryan, we'll go to you first. I'm gonna say Parks and Rec versus Freaks and Geeks, and Parks and Rec wins. But I think it's gonna be whoever wins out of Parks and Rec in the office. It's gonna be a. You think it's gonna like, be a blood landmine? They're gonna crush. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jen. Um. I'm I'm gonna go opposite just for fun. So I'm gonna say it's gotta be um, the Office and Quantum Leap because Quantum Leap, like I don't know, there's this momentum. I would, never would have thought it would like murder SVU like yeah. it is. <laughs> yep. There is so that. so I am going to go with Quantum Leap 
And I think Nostalgia's gotta win it all. And Quantum Leap takes it, and it'll wow. be the coolest, weirdest... Love it! Whatever. Love yeah. it. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Alright. I hate I hate to go against Jen here, but I am also going to say a surprise from the drama side. I think the, the show I didn't even want to include in this tournament because it was only one season. I think Freaks mm-hmm. and Geeks takes this whole thing. Yeah, I would like that. Just because uh, I think that collectively our our group loves that show this much. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I, 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 I've never been right about a winner, but the one time <laughs> I was right, I said it was going to be Quantum Leap. Versus Freaks and Geeks, the most unlikely pairing, yep. and, and here we are. So. Um, but we do have a new tournament coming up. Uh, this will come out uh, on the day of our championship matchup, and that will be exciting. But the new tournament coming up, we're going to talk about trios in music. Our favorite ah. groups of three. And um, I will say real quick, there's a there's a few that I thought would make it in, and and didn't. Um, most notably, the three tenors. We did not include <laughs> the three tenors. Snubbed. Uh, yeah, big big snub, and um, you know, and three dog night. They have three in the name. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the Kingston mm-hmm. Trio. They, they, n- none of these bands yeah. with three in the name. Uh, three Doors Down had more than three members, so we yeah. we don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that. But um, <laughs> are, are they as dark as Matchbox Twenty? So, <laughs> and they weren't as dark, so <laughs> we could not include them. I also um, like. I I feel like I don't know why this might just be like because of I you know something unrelated to their personal politics but i always feel like they're conservative like they're they're conservative band um Hmm. like trumpy you know yeah but it might just be that like trump used like they licensed their music to trump or something for his uh Mm -hmm. like they were the one band who said it was okay yeah it could Um, just be a a a psyop campaign just like the scorpions mm -hmm. yeah it could be probably we'll find out about it in 20 years Uh, on Um, a new podcast yeah (laughs) um i uh the the bands that i was most disappointed to see off the list um well i i'll the the big one for me the big one for me was expose um Mm -hmm. they're one of my favorite uh girl groups of the 80s and early 90s um they have one of my favorite songs of all time the point of no return Mm -hmm. um which is just a freestyle banger um it is so good such a great like breakdance song um and just a quintessential 80s jam um but didn't quite make the cut the other one also one of the great 90s songs uh poison uh, not the band, mm. the song, Bell Bib yeah. Uh Just just missed the cut, um, and so we we can talk about you know you'll see here in today's episode the bands that kind of squeaked in ahead of uh, the Kingston Trio and uh, Bell Bib DeVoe <laughs> and the Three Tenors, but I you, mean that's... you can you can be the judge on whether or not that was the right call. That that could have been the Mount Rushmore of trios. Yeah, in some people's <laughs> eyes, I'm sure it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, so there's we'll, nine people on that mountain. Yeah. Then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sometimes a multi instrumentalist playing in the background. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which again, do you, you, everybody can uh, accuse us on um, uh, what actually constitutes a trio, but. These were all, for the most part, true trios. And um, uh, not getting into individual matchups, we're just going to run through like our, our the, the, the last 16 
um, that made it in here. I, and uh, I, I, I will say one real quick, sorry to derail you. Um, you're not... th this was really tough too, because there were some bands that are like, you know, maybe their most popular periods were as a trio, but they also had notable trios or notable periods or where they were not a trio, yeah. you know, so Agreed. It, it was is this the destiny's child clause. No, destiny's nope. child is in. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I, I think it, it was the Genesis clause. Ah, the Genesis clause. Where, gotcha. you know, Genesis, in my opinion, this made the their Crosby best Stills, music. Nash and Young clause. It was also <laughs> the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young clause. <laughs> where they made their best music when they were not a trio. Mm -hmm. Even though gotcha. they might be best known as a trio. So, so to start out, um, we got what a band I really enjoy, uh, Motorhead. Uh, coming in to this tournament. Uh, Didn't Lemmy know they Priester. were a trio. Yeah, it's uh, they're gonna they're gonna bring you know some some heavier uh, sound to this tournament. Um, it'll be interesting to see how how they stack up uh, against the rest of the people. Have, have you, either of you ever seen Motorhead in concert? I can't even name a Motorhead song. Uh, so no. Oh, I've, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can, I can name one Motorhead song, and no, I've never seen him in concert. <laughs> I know their lead singer right. is named Lemmy, and I believe he was named after Lemmy Koopa from the Mario Brothers games. <laughs> Correct. Even though he was born long before. That. <laughs> Time travel. Um, no, I, I, I quantum I, leap. <laughs> exactly see full circle <laughs> every tournament leads into the next tournament um no. i think i think our pop tart i think we got a good contingency in the pop tarts that that like motorhead so mm -hmm. um we'll see we'll see how that goes i, b but, I believe they're um, in the rock and roll hall of fame they're definitely like you know very well respected in the mm -hmm. in the metal community in the rock community probably yeah. in the punk community even you know mm-hmm and we unfortunately lost. Uh, let me. I want to say like two, three years, uh, three years ago. Um, unfortunately, passed away. But um, you know, he's out there still rocking. Um, but coming up next in, in our playing games, uh, we have uh, Jen. I apologize. We have Sublime, Steve's ah, favorite band. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's probably. I I can hear him right now screaming. Jen, oh, yeah. where, where did you put my board shorts? He, he, he's he's screaming <laughs> yeah, right now. My puka shell necklace. If you count the dog, they're not a trio. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Again, another one. I think with our mm -hmm. with our pop tournaments yeah. community, I think Sublime might have a have a chance to move further mm -hmm. in this tournament. Um, Ryan, do you have a favorite Sublime song? I know we've talked a little bit before. I don't know. They're, they're probably my most hated band. So it's tough, <laughs> it's tough to say That's why I asked a, you. a favorite song. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there are some. I mean, I, I know a lot of Sublime songs. So I'm sure there are some that, no. that I don't hate. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I honestly kind of like that uh, The Riot song. I, I think that's mm -hmm. that's a culturally interesting song. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Jen, uh, does Steve, can he narrow it down to one song? Um, I don't know if, like, 18-year-old Steve could have, but he probably could at this point. Yeah. Or, or could you could you narrow it down to one song that you can tolerate? <laughs> I am neutral. Five. <laughs> I could listen to the album. It's okay. Seriously, I want you to hide his board shorts and I want to hear him <laughs> scream about where are my board shorts. Yep. <laughs> um, it, it, you know what? It, here's another one that probably comes back to um, your college years. And I know how much you've talked about um, the anti, you know, fuck boy. Uh, situation. Yeah, ben Not Fold, a big fan of fuckboys. Ben Folds 5. I bet a lot mm -hmm. of fuckboys really yeah. are 
really loved Ben Folds 5, but uh, a great trio, mm-hmm. and, and they had yeah. some, some yes. big albums. Um, they really did. Did you in, enjoy the Ben Folds 5? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely liked them in uh, yeah high school and then in college until I realized that all the guys that said they liked Ben Folds 5 <laughs> were just trying to get in my pants and not actually nice, sensitive guys like they were pretending to be. But I don't hold that against Ben. <laughs> no, it's not his fault. <laughs> it's a running joke. The other really interesting yeah. thing is uh, Ben Folds 5, not five people. No. Actually three. <laughs> Who knew? It's a trio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hence why it is in our turn. It, it was funny. I, it, it, apparently, uh, Ben Folds himself, um, even though there were three people in the band, he needed to name the band after himself, uh, yeah. called it uh, Punk Rock for Sissies. Hmm. I don't I... know how well that mm-hmm. will work in our turn. No. no. But we will see. I, I, I don't um, know. And... I, again, I think kind of... I know Ace of Spades, like I know that song pretty well, um, by by Motorhead. I know of I know of the song Brick, by by Ben yeah. Folds. Oh, okay. I don't I I don't know if I've ever actually heard it. I definitely couldn't pick it out All in right. a lineup, and I think that's the Ben Folds five song I could name. I can't name that's one. That's like song. the most famous one. Yeah. Um. So. I have more exposure to Motorhead than I do to Ben Folds Five, which is one song. Wow, wow, we we peel another layer of the onion. Yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait until we get to the last band and Ryan starts referencing his favorite Parks and Rec episode. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I, I be- go back. I believe you missed one. Um, if, you, if you're going down the list from the top, I just don't want to. I don't. I don't think I did because I'm going, yes, I am going by the episode guide, but uh, you made a late change that I had to account for. Okay. So, <laughs> just wanted to make sure. If you are talking about the, if you are talking about the Velociraptor band, <laughs> yeah. uh, they will not be included in this week's episode. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. But the sibling. You're, you're right. You're right. The sibling band. Well, thank you. Oh, you're very smart. It's the first time I've heard that in 69 episodes. <laughs> this is episode 70 of the Pop Tournaments podcast. And, and, I'm just and, kidding. And we are, of course, talking about the uh, band that recorded the score to Jurassic Park. <laughs> they had a huge hit with that song that plays while they're in the helicopter the john williams the john yep, williams the john, the john williams trio. five <laughs> <laughs> oh boy speaking of the john williams five we have uh three sisters in a band called haim very popular band nowadays mm-hmm. uh uh, what uh, just within the last couple of years released a new album? Haim. What do you think? Haim. H i m h a i m. Right. Correct. Is okay. that an acronym? Nope. Nope. It's just four letters, even though they have three members. Okay. Yeah, I I think they're pretty awesome. I I like everything I've heard from them. They make good music. I don't really. I I probably know a handful of their songs. Um, but I like their sound. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot. No, I, 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 I would agree. I, the fantastic band in, you know, like definitely a, a, a band that's had to, uh, you know, kind of break out of, of the typical music industry situation and, you know, more power to them because they are fantastic. Like, very very catchy songs i i will say i was a big fan of the movie license to drive when i was younger um the 80s 80s film Mm -hmm. um starring haim and feldman yeah i was like that's a that's a glorious movie right yeah Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, there needs to be a new trio called Feldman. <laughs> stop. 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 
Stop turning this into a misogynistic podcast. Oh, boy. But agreed on your joke. (laughs) (laughs) All in capital letters, though. Okay. Feldman. Okay. Have fun fun with this one. Next up, we have The Jam, the 70s British punk but dressed very nicely band. Fuck with that. Um... Yeah. I'm not prepared to talk about the jam right now. <laughs> Brian has, or Ryan has mixed feelings. No. And I just called you Brian. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm offended. It's the first time in 69 episodes that somebody's actually called me by my real name. <laughs> um, I, uh... No, I, I feel, I, I know a couple jam songs, I think, but again, this is just a, a band I'm not super familiar with, although I do know they're very well respected. Jen, do you respect the jam? I've never heard of them. Good. So, they, so learn They a describe new thing. themselves as punk rock for <laughs> sissies. <laughs> Help. <laughs> <laughs> This is Ben Fold's previous. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're going to continue down the punk trail. Um, now, uh, a band I am, I'm, I am somewhat familiar with, uh, the Minutemen. Uh, this is more of an 80s American punk band. Um, bassist Mike Watt. Um, very, very well respected in the punk community. Um, I, I, I think that these guys, they might get out of the, the opening rounds here. Ryan? Yeah, Min- Minutemen are awesome. I, I don't know a ton of their songs, but usually like people who have cool taste in music, or usually people who like the Minutemen have good taste in music, you know? I also love that they do a cover of one of my favorite Steely Dan songs on one of their albums, which is... And which Doctor Wu, um, which not Doctor no, Who, not, not Doctor Who, yeah. <laughs> Wu. Um, but uh, they, yeah, are very cool, and I will definitely. I, I've always, you know, there's. I watched a cool documentary about them a few years ago called We Jam Econo, um, mm-hmm. which was out on, oh, yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I really love their whole their whole aesthetic. Very bass forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jen, coming up next, we got one of our neighbors uh, from Milwaukee, the Violent Femmes. Oh yeah, I um Steve has tickets to see them on Saturday. Oh, no kidding. Ooh. And I, yeah, so and I might go see them too if it's not too loud in there. <laughs> if it starts early enough. Because I'm an old lady. You should see but, if they want to come on the podcast. Yeah, totally. I'm sure they do. I, come on. Like, what else are they doing? <laughs> yep, totally. But yeah, I might go see the Violet Femmes on Saturday is the plan. They are from Milwaukee. No kidding. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Cheeseheads. That's heads. probably why they're playing. They should have called themselves the Violent Cheeseheads. <laughs> 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 well uh they could have but uh uh then uh next oh, we got re- uh King real Crimson. quick i just want to say oh, about ahead. violent femmes no. i think yeah. they they're not so they're violent. great no no no. i love violent femmes i think they're like all no but they're not they're not no, that no, no, violent. they're not they're not as violent as uh insane clown posse let's say um but <laughs> yeah but they are more insane. They're, they're definitely more insane. <laughs> um, they, uh, all the songs by them that I know, I really love. Like, their mm-hmm. their music has really held up well over the decades. Um, and yeah. Good old folk punk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. There's a lot of punk down in here in our, in our trios. There's... Yeah. There's going to be a lot of punk, you know, in this episode and going forward. There's something about having three members, I think, that really lends itself to that. That's kind of like, all right, you have to um, kind of 
be angry. No, you you have to kind of mm-hmm. you strip it's down strip your down sound. Your Those sound. are the exact yeah. words I was looking for. Which I think really lends itself to the punk okay. aesthetic. Yes, I there agree. Um, we also have uh, King Crimson, a very very famous uh, British prog rock band. Um, I'm I'm a little bit familiar. Uh, Ryan, do, do you have anything to... Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was really into, like, my peak of being into prog rock, I kind of dipped my toes mm-hmm. in the King Crimson water um, because they were they were <laughs> one of those bands that, you know, people said, oh, if you like this, try this. And mm-hmm. they're very prog. Like, they're, they're very <laughs> far in that, like, you know, it's it's art not music almost kind of prog rock you know um i think you just wrote one of their lyrics yeah i dipped my toes (laughs) in the king crimson water (laughs) um but they uh they're very i mean they're amazing musicians um they've all done a ton Mm -hmm. of stuff outside of king crimson um and yeah they're legendary legendary prog rock rockers well, and even even more prog rock. We also from across the pond. We have Emerson Lake. I'd and say Paul. they're much much less prog rock. Well, earlier earlier the, prog rock. They're and, softer. And su- supposedly a super yeah. band. Yeah, softer prog rock. More. That uh, yes. Uh, electronic. Uh, getting out the, the the big gigantic uh keyboards and yeah. electronic yeah it's kind of i mean with, with i, I think um they kind of l- led to the like yes movement which you know really <laughs> um kind of defined and broadened the whole prog rock sound um but yeah, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer was definitely kind of... To me, I always think of them as being more of like a soft rock 70s kind of band. Soft intro? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also don't know their music that well. I, when I think of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, I hmm. think of Summer Breeze. There you go. That's that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen, are, are you getting into the prog rock? I have never heard of any of these people. You have no idea what we're talking about. Do you? And I haven't listened. I can't think of any prog rock bands I've ever listened to. It doesn't seem like my cup of tea. I'll send. So I'll send you I a playlist. Because it's it's short. It's short <laughs> for progressive. Yeah, rock I figured that out. Yeah. And I feel like. Uh, but I feel like progressive is a euphemism for weird, and that's not what I'm mm. looking for in my music. You are married to Steve. <laughs> I got yeah. enough weird in my life. Not looking forward in my music. Well, <laughs> let's get a little more weird in your life uh, and talk about the band Prodigy. Um, I've heard of them. I've heard of them. I haven't listened to their songs, but I have heard of them. Oh, I think you know their songs. One, no, maybe. The, the Firestarter. Twisted Firestarter. No. Maybe. Ooh. And, Breathe. Um, the, their, their follow-up smash, Breathe. Which was I, I thought better than Firestarter. Are we dancing around the the big one? Yeah, yeah. I don't think we need to go there. <laughs> we can pretend it doesn't exist. But the, the no, but the video it turns out like, like it's it's actually from the it's it's the female that is smacking around the man. Okay. There's for 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 okay, for, for those. I mean, we might as well say it now. Jen, the, Jen is the, just sitting here like going. The, the, like, third, the third hit, yeah. the, the third hit song from Prodigy, and kind of their their most um, artistic um, video. It was all shot in POV, and it was like a night at a rave. Oh, and was yeah. smack my bitch up. Yeah, that one I do know. Which, You're right, I do know that song which, and that music video. It was is a, a very sample, cool music video. That, that yeah. line was a sample from a song from the Ultramagnetic MCs featuring Cool Keith. Um, not 
a, a prodigy vocal line. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I have yep seen that yeah. video and heard that song. It mm-hmm. is a very cool video. So they yeah. probably won't go far in this tournament. Yeah. Oh, breathe, Firestarter. Those are bangers. They are bangers. We shall see. Um. Up next, we got we got Aha, and oh. I'm glad they're in here because granted, they won. Yeah, it's like they did well. Tournament. Yeah, but they are only a one-hit wonder in America. They are a huge mm-hmm. band okay. across the world, and that is why they are here. Um, but I don't know how far they'll go. I this will be <laughs> interesting to see who um, they get matched up with. But uh, we we got a lot of uh, bands from across the pond. Uh, and coming up next, we have Muse huge in the mm. early 2000s um mm-hmm. i was a huge muse fan they're they're a great like festival band ryan did you ever get a chance to see muse i didn't um i i really liked their hit i don't mm-hmm. really remember the if i i mean i think spider I, I, or the, the, the black widow or the widow that was their maybe. big hit yeah i know what you're talking about yeah I remember they had one song that I, I really liked. For, like, a pop hit, it was very, like, yeah. um, anthemic. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I thought they were really good. Um, and they, I believe one of their, uh, one of the members of their band, like, went on to form another big band or something, too. Um which, you know, great trivia if you ever just say, oh, one of the guys from Muse also went on to form another band. Interesting fact. <laughs> um, but, um, no, Muse I thought were really good. I don't really know much of their stuff outside of the, the hit or hits. I don't really remember, but. I think they have a chance. Uh, Jen, are you familiar was this college time for you? I've heard, I've heard of Muse, but I, uh, and I'm sure I'd recognize some songs, but can't name any offhand. It, it was more no. just like insufferable people were talking about Muse. <laughs> Much like prog rock is short for progressive rock, Muse is actually short for music. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the uh, term of inspiration. Yeah, no, no. nothing. No, never. Especially in an artistic genre. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we got uh, SWV. Ah, Sisters with yeah. Voices. Mm-hmm. Sisters with Voices. Um, formed in 1988. Um, big, big R&B group in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I, love, I love these songs, uh, but... Uh, Jen, are you familiar with uh, any of the hits from SWV? Right here, so into you. Yeah, yeah. I think I. Yes, I definitely remember them existing, and and I think I know songs, and I definitely want to. Now I'm like, oh yeah, now I need to like listen to some of their songs because I think I'll like them again. So maybe thank you for that reminder. Maybe maybe they'll get Steve to put his board shorts away. <laughs> maybe we'll um, see get, it, get out his biker shorts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. oh my god <laughs> his oversized shirts yep <laughs> ryan i know you're you're a big swv I, i'm a huge swv fan and there was you know when you're i don't know if your experiences were the same as mine but when i was a kid slash early young teenager i felt like my favorite song like my favorite song of all time would change like every mm-hmm. year I would have a new favorite song of all time. Mm-hmm. There was a time when week by SWV was my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was the best song ever. Yeah. Um, I'd say if I had to pinpoint that year, I would say it was 1992, <laughs> which was the year it was released. Yep. <laughs> um, See, and I was, I, I, I really do. I, I love so into you. That's, I just, I love, love that jam, but um, we can and debate right that. Here, right here, I believe, was in the Free Willy soundtrack. <laughs> Let's not, not besmirch Might be the, the greatness <laughs> of SWV <laughs> by bringing that up. 
um, we got we got two more bands to talk about, and it very interesting uh, bands here because um, uh, these last two they all have very long hair, and uh, we will talk first about Hanson, and then ah uh, yep Peter Paul and Mary, mm. <laughs> two two of our greatest trios of all time, uh, <laughs> the brothers Hanson, Mbop. Jen, what? I did, mean, were you just too old? No, I mean, yeah, it is definitely one that I didn't like when it was out because um, I was too cool, and it was like just played constantly. It was inescapable, mm-hmm. um, so I did not like it then because when you, it's a song when you hear it all the time, it is terrible. Um, but but now you know when you only hear it like once every couple of years, you're like, man, this is a fun song. <laughs> It is the lyrics are really to... weird. It is. It's really, but it's oh, drive around with the windows down, like such a fun song. Help. The lyrics to that song are really weird. I feel like that's one of those songs that everybody thinks they know the words to, but then <laughs> if you actually read the words while you're like listening to the song, you're like, "Whoa, shit! I had no idea that's what they were saying." He like yeah. packs a lot of words in there. Te- technically, it opens the ninth gate to hell. Yeah, yeah, but... You say it backwards. <laughs> yep. Pob. Mm. <laughs> hey, um, who can blame him? Yep. And Hanson um, referred to their music as punk rock. <laughs> Nope. Oh, nope. that's what that's that, what a bunch of home school kids think punk rock is. Yeah. They were, were like they time um, travelers. They, they, we like to, yeah. we like to think of they our must music have been kids as from punk nowadays, rock. like going yeah. back in time and being like, "This is punk rock." Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry. I. It would be fun. That would be a funny meme though if you took Hanson, just a picture of Hanson, and say gonna tell my kids this was peter paul and mary (laughs) (laughs) thank you i i have lost my way in in the segue game that is the perfect segue um our last entrant uh is peter paul and mary and um we'll we'll see how much love they get they you know one of the original trios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do too many of their own originals, unfortunately. That might be yeah. what's holding them back. They had to yeah. cover, cover everybody else's songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, but they, they made everybody else's songs more popular. I mean, yeah. they... Um, what was the, the Times They Are a Changing or something like that? Well, one of no, the big uh, Bob Dylan's. How Many Roads? How Many Roads? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um God, I'm an idiot. Sorry. Blowing in the wind. Blowing That's in the wind. It. That's it. They they took that song to number 1. Bob Dylan did not. Mhm. They um, sound a lot better than Bob Dylan. Just mm. singing like Yeah. <laughs> just listening. Sounds a lot better. There's a yeah. lot of things that sound better than Bob Dylan. <laughs> there are, yes. <laughs> um Ben Folds 5, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, no, but, um, oh boy. Yeah. Peter, Paul and Mary. Uh, I believe it was originally a Pete Seeger song, but Puff the Magic Dragon. I was just going to say. Huge, huge song in my childhood. <laughs> That's probably what, what they were best known to me for. And in your twenties. And in my twenties when I went through my... <laughs> Acid phase. Help. Sorry, mom. <laughs> JK. <laughs> and in my mom's twenties. Yeah. yeah. When she mm-hmm. was pregnant with me. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, mom. <laughs> you guys are gonna alienate all of our listeners. So <laughs> <Yeah>. be careful. <laughs> my mom doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> She's like, Jake, are you guys still doing your iPod? (laughs) (laughs) 
She's still waiting for me to bring over tapes. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> what time is your show on? <laughs> I T-voted it, Mom. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Well, yeah, I, 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 again, I can't wait to talk about, like, our top trios. This, this was crazy, just talking about yeah, these. Yeah, I mean... And, if you think, I mean, if you think about the wealth of information that we were able to talk about with these bands, just wait until you hear what we have to say about the top bands. We're going to tell you, you their if names. You liked, if you liked what we yep. had to say about the jam, just wait. <laughs> the number of albums they had. Maybe. Yep. I can and definitely probably- tell you how... How many band members they were. Yep. <laughs> You're getting intricate, oh. intricate information here. No, seriously, though, we we have... Uh, it, it was tough to narrow it the, narrow this down. And, mm-hmm. and Ryan, you did a really good job here. And it's, it's going to get even more tough as we get into the top ones. Um, so, yeah. I think that's Thank all you. we got for this week. Cool, cool. I was just seeing how long you guys were <laughs> I, I love I like that. This, it's such an amazing podcast trick. Just, we all stare at each other and see how long we can go without speaking. <laughs> Welcome to the chicken podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is this is why we're as popular as Joe Rogan. <laughs> Shh, don't say his name. I already had to It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Broom him out. All right. Yeah, he'll show up uh, smelling like cigarettes and shame. I assume that's what he smells like. Maybe some Axe body spray. And horse dewormer. I thought yep. that. I thought mm-hmm. that. I thought that was the name of his new cologne. Cigarettes and shame. <laughs> From Joe Rogan. Yep. <laughs> it's, and it's the same commercial as the old Kelvin Klein commercial where there's a dog humping him. Yep. Oh, wait, that was the Saturday Night Live commercial. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I like that version better, though. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it there. So, for everybody out there in the Pop Tournaments universe, please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Bye, friends. Get yourself in a trio. <laughs> it is the way to go. Thank you.